hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to the Sips of Sunshine podcast. We're still deep in the throes of the coronavirus lockdown. I'm here in New York and we just got um, the word. It was not a surprise to us. So I think it like most people like were like, okay, that we're on lockdown through at least mid-May at this point. Today is um, Monday, April 20th. So we are here and, um, you know, at least in New York, I feel like people have really gotten into their own personal grooves during this and, um, and we're here. I do feel like, I feel like everyone feels like we're closer to the other side of this than the beginning, but now it's like, it's like the other side doesn't look like the world we once knew. I feel like a lot of us are in that same space of like, we are excited to get to the other side, but also, you know, I don't know about you guys. I've kind of gotten into a little groove here in my comfy, cozy condo of, you know, my, like, this is, these are my meals and this is my, like how I work out and, you know, what this life has looked like. Um, and there are parts of it I really, really like a lot. And there are, of course, things I miss. Um, and my life in general just looks very different on the other side of this. I think for some people, they will, you know, you've kept your job and you'll just go back to the office and start working again. Or, you know, and if you live in a town where like you have a car and everything, like I think life will feel a little more normal quicker. For me, um, a lot of things have changed and will continue to change. So I'm excited to not know exactly what the other side of this is going to look or feel like. Um, and to continue the rebuilding that I've been doing through all of this and do it with you. I'm hoping to podcast even more. I feel like the enlightenment that I've had during this has just been really intended and exciting. Um, today's talk is going to be a little more tactical. I've talked to several people about this topic over the last few weeks. And um, so uh, I don't know if you remember last year, I did a lot of content on money and finances and saving and investing. It's all on my blog, sipsofsunshine.com. You can download my free financial guidebook um, where I just kind of give you the one, two, three of everything I know as a non-expert. Um, but something that's come up a lot during this is like, holy cow, like the unthinkable happened, right? And a lot of people, um, well, let me tell you who today's podcast is for and who it's not for, first of all, because this is, everyone's in different situations. This is not for the person who is just hanging on for dear life financially during this just get through this. We'll talk later. Um, just do everything you can to get to the other side of this. We'll talk later. Um, and who this is for, and this is not for the person who's in a great financial state, got everything on lockdown, you know, you've got your emergency fund, your investments are going, you're paying yourself first, all the things. That's not for you. You're awesome. Don't waste your time today on this podcast. Here's who this is for, because this is who I've been talking to, and this is why I'm doing this podcast. I'm a big believer that if, like, three people say it, talk about it. Um, this is for the person who, um, when coronavirus hit and so many people lost their jobs, they didn't lose their job. This is the person, so if you're listening, you kept your job, you feel lucky to have kept your job, and here's the kicker. if you And you know that if you had lost your job, you'd be screwed. <laughs> this is for you. This is for the person who has kept their job during this. You just be working from home or whatever. Your paychecks are still coming in. 
But had you not, had you lost your job like so many millions and millions and millions of people, you couldn't have made it on unemployment, right? So this is for you. Um, and because this isn't the last time that the bottom will drop out in some way, and maybe next time you don't keep your job. And um, this is about having that financial plan in place so that when that happens, I think all of us at some point in our life probably are going to somehow unexpectedly lose our income and need to rely on our reserves, right? So this is for you. If you're listening and this sounds like you, you kept your job and you're so thankful that you did, but you know that if you hadn't kept your job, you wouldn't be in a financial position to get to the other side of this. Go ahead and listen in. I'm going to keep this very high level and brief. There's a lot of content from last year um, on my blog, uh, sipsofsunshine.com. So um, the first thing I want to say, because I think this is so important in general when it comes to personal finances, is I don't see money as like, oh, good, I can go buy that fancy bag or whatever. I see money as freedom and options. And even in times like this, to have the option to ride it out, knowing you have some money in the bank versus not even having that option, having to, I don't know, you know, get really aggressively brutal on riding it out, whether that means like moving back home or whatever. Um, I see money as freedom and options. I always have. It just gives you that peace and that freedom to um, be able to handle things on your terms for the most part. I'm trying to keep this pretty brief. So what I really want to talk about is um, expenses and savings because in times like this, those are pretty much the two things that matter to most people is, well, I'll say debt, expenses, and savings. We're, we're not even talking about investments, guys. We're not talking about when you are a bomb 65-year-old retiring, living your best, I'm talking about like now. So first of all, certainly, you know, debt is like the biggest one um, and it's always like the nastiest one. Loan payments are easily the biggest financial stressor for everyone I know. And when I had loan payments, they definitely kind of like weighed on my mind. So whether it's student loans or high interest credit card loans, it can feel really scary and never ending and like you're never going to get out of debt. So um, again, remember, I'm talking to the people at home who are making a full paycheck right now. First thing I want you to do is get really, really real about your debt. Um, I'm not going to use our time on this podcast to take you through, but I have a 10-step plan for eliminating debt in my uh, on my podcast. It's a you want to look for, um, you want to search my, it's my free financial download is what you could search on my pod, or I mean on my blog to find it. But I have a 10-step plan in there for eliminating debt. And number one thing you want to do to prepare for your next, you know, potential like lose your paycheck moment, whatever that is, because I'm telling you guys right now, if you're sitting here thinking, no way, my job is secure and my income is secure and like I'm totally fine, I'll you want to know how many people right now have no paycheck who thought their income was secure and they were totally fine? Like, you just can't assume that, okay? So um, you're making a paycheck right now. You're making what you're making. So first things first, I want you to get super real about your debt. There are so many online resources for attacking debt. I like Ramit Sethi. Uh, 
first name R-A-M-I-T, last name S-E-T-H-I. I also really like Susie Orman. She has a great book that I read a billion years ago. Um, I haven't had debt since I was in my 20s, and it's because of, like, I followed people like Susie and David Bach and Ramit, well, Ramit now, but um, Jean Chatsky. Those are kind of my, like, go-tos for finances. But she has a really good book called Nine Steps to Financial Freedom. And to this day, I still think her model of how to pay off debt is one of the best. It's basically the reverse snowball model. So um, you're going to get really real about your debt. And then right now is the best time to get really real about what we're going to call your burn rate, which is how much money you spend every month. This is, I mean, golly, you guys, like everyone I talk to, I don't know one person who's like, oh, I'm spending as much or more. Everyone's like, oh my God, my credit card bill is so low. Now, of course, that's going to change when we all go back out into the real world, but wow, what a blessing this time is to get super granular with where your money goes and see the impact of not grabbing a coffee every morning or going to a $60 brunch every weekend or grabbing an $80 happy hour, you know, once a week, like, and again, this, you're going to do some of that again, but like, wow, 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 wow. This is such a cool time to look at your burn rate and figure out ways that maybe you can still live your amazing life. I don't want you to not do all the things you love, um, but maybe not spend as much and put that money towards paying off debt and saving. So I think this is a great time. Also, ah, you're, you're going you're gonna to love this. I'm telling you this right now. I want you to look at your past, we'll just say credit card bills for the sake of, if you're anything like me, you put all your money on one rewards card and then you get all the rewards from that card. I want you to look at your like February bill versus your March bill and then soon versus your April bill. And I'm hoping that whatever that difference is, you can throw at debt or you can put into savings if you don't have any debt. You always want to pay off your debt first, you guys, because you're paying interest on that debt. So it's actually costing you more than what it is. And especially right now, even if you put your money in a high yield savings account, it's not making any money. So pay off that debt. But um, this is a great time. So you're going you're gonna to come up with a plan to pay off your debt. Cool? Cool. If you don't have debt, amazing. Skip to step two. Step two, I want you to reduce your burn. I want you to really look at all of your expenses. Um, even now, even if you're still making your full paycheck, still evaluate your expenses, you guys. Like, go through everything. Negotiate down bills. See what you really need. Like, if anything, I am hearing the commonality among people is, wow, I don't need as much as I thought I needed. Or I don't, yeah, like that's like the common theme I'm hearing a whole lot. Um, so uh, look at your burn rate, really get your bills down. I did an episode last week or a week before about how I am negotiating all my bills and saving money during this time. So feel free to listen to that to get a little more granular on that. And then we're going to talk about savings. And that's really the reason I'm here. So, well, it's not really, but like that's kind of like the grand, the grand finale of this. So when the bottom dropped out for me and for several of my friends, um, the first thing everyone says is, it's okay, I have savings. I don't know about you guys, but I hear it constantly. It's okay, I have savings. Um, so important. The only reason I had savings when coronavirus hit and impacted my industry so much 
was because I did everything that I've been saying to do um, to everyone, which is eliminate debt, budget, watch what you spend, and and then have a dedicated savings plan. So, um, so uh, and again, I'm talking to the person. I just keep wanting to say this because I know some of you are listening. And you're like, yeah, that's great. I'm barely making ends meet. This isn't for you. This is for the person who kept their job. Paycheck is still clicking in like usual. But they know that if they had lost their job or their or their income had been impacted in any way, like a lot of people didn't lose their jobs, but they took pay cuts, right? Um, but they know that if that had happened, they wouldn't have had anything to pull from. This is for that person. Because hopefully you're going to have time to put together a plan and get in a good place so that the next time something like this happens, you're prepared because, you know you have hopefully the gift of time to prepare some and um so so savings so you've you've got your debt in a good place you um are looking at your expenses that's huge too you know um and then just coming up with an automated savings plan was what i did and everyone's on a different track so whether you have whether you can save $20 a week or $100 a week or even more, like anything helps. Um, I really like Betterment. So I set up a dedicated savings plan through Betterment and I just put a certain amount of money a week in it, didn't even think about it, didn't even look at it. And so um, when this happened, I was able to be like, okay, I can do this. Um, because unemployment isn't that much. It doesn't cover the expenses um, to get to the other side of this. So that's a crazy small nutshell on this. But if this has shown us anything, it's that anything can happen. And the way I've always, I want to go back to more the mentality of this, because you, you guys can look all this stuff up online. I am not an expert. I highly, highly recommend Ramit Sethi's book, I'll Teach You to Be Rich. It's one of the best books I've ever read. Super simple really easy to follow. He just came out last year with his 10-year anniversary edition. It's got some more modern tools in it. Um, but uh, I, I feel like I breezed over this. But you know who you are. I know who you are. I love you so much. None of us expected this. And I think that's the main thing is like even with savings, like I totally get investing So I'm investing for retirement and I totally get debt because I don't like paying interest on money I borrowed for things I couldn't afford at the time. And I don't like overpaying for things. So I've always kind of been good at like spend less than you need to, you know, don't have debt and invest, right? Savings was always my shortcoming. I'll be honest with you. I had everything else kind of in a in a good place. I would always tell people when we talk about personal finances because I'm really open about money. I'd always be like, oh, I've got, you know, I've got my 401k and I don't have any debt, but I don't have savings. Always. That was like, I don't have savings. And it was just a few years ago that I, a couple, honestly, like two years ago that I really was like, Amy, you've got to start saving. And up until then, I kind of was not saving for the same reason that a lot of you probably aren't. I didn't think I really needed like a cushion. I was like, well, you know, I'm not going to be surprised by anything. I'm, you know, I work so hard and I'm so dedicated and like, you know, like I just, and no one could have expected coronavirus. Nobody, even the best planner, even the best, like nobody. Well, I mean, I guess a few people did see it coming like Bill Gates, but you know what I mean? And so I didn't think I needed savings. 
So if you're sitting there right now going, I understand retirement and the time value of money and compound interest, and I understand debt and you know paying interest on money that you borrowed, um, and I understand watching expenses because sure, like no one wants to overpay, right? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Savings is a little more of a trust fall. It's also annoying because once you get really good with your money, you like to see your money make you money. So I didn't want this money in savings. I wanted it in my investment portfolio. And I was working with my financial um, team at the financial gym. And I would talk to my um, trainer there, Bridget, and we would do just like a quarterly little like quickie check-in. And I would always be like, Bridge, like, why are you making me keep saving? <laughs> and I'm into this stuff, you guys, and I fought it. So just so you know, like, super normal. I'd be like, Bridge, why are you making me save when, uh, you know, I nothing unexpected is going to happen. I'm also like, I'm not saving for anything big. Like, I'm not saving to, like, buy a house, have a baby, move to Paris for six months. Like, I'm good. And she would always look at me and say, Amy, you're saving for what you don't know you're saving for. I just need you to trust me. And when all this happened, the first day, I sent a few emails and one of them was to Bridge. And I said, Bridget, thank you so much. If it weren't for you, I wouldn't have had money, at least nothing, you know, nothing decent in savings. So please hear me on this. I am so grateful that you have your job during this. So many people don't, but just please know that like no one is safe and anything could happen. If this taught us anything, you guys, it's that anything could happen and just be where you are. So I don't, I'm not talking to people that make a lot of money. I'm not talking to people that make a little money. I never talk, you'll notice, I never talk in dollars. I talk either in percentages or just in like general terms because look, I made 30,000 a year at 30 years old. I am not a girl who's come from like deep pockets here. And even at 30,000 a year at 30 years old, like I was investing, I didn't have debt, I had no savings and I had no money at the end of the month. But I remembered, I was like, at least what I can do is like not pay interest on money and get some money in the market. So this is for anyone. This is for anyone. If it's $10 a week, do it. And the key is to automate it and not touch it. Ramit Sethi's book, honestly, I'll Teach You to Be Rich, best book ever. It really is like, I think just the best laid out plan and model for this, but I'm not talking in dollars because we're all in different places, but the fundamentals are the same, which is figuring out your money mindset, eliminating debt in a systematic approach that works for you and your budget and your income, um, looking at your expenses critically. A good piece of advice that I heard recently that I loved, I think I said it in my other podcast about money, was pretend like you're evaluating your friend's budget because then you'd be like, you don't need that, you know, whatever it is. Like, um, I'm making this up because I, I, but yeah, I actually don't want to say this because I don't like this example. Um, but you know, you would look at your friend's budget and you'd see something a little bit like a, like an $8 a day thing. And you'd be like, rather than spending $8 a day on this, like whatever, what if you Every Friday, it was like a treat, right? So then you're doing it once a week for $8 a week, but it's a treat and you're excited for it. Or maybe you do it on Mondays because Mondays aren't your favorite days and it you know, adds a little pep in your step, right? Like 
if you were evaluating a friend's budget and their expenses, you wouldn't be as emotionally tied to everything. You'd be a little more practical. And this is a good time to get practical. Um, and then and then savings and just trusting. I know, I know it's so hard to trust you guys. It was hard for me to trust you. But trusting that you're saving for what you don't know you're saving for. And whatever that amount is, I don't care if it's $5 a week, man, do it. You can do it. Like just whatever it is and you're going to automate it and it's just going to sit there and it's going to add and add. Weeks go fast. If, if you haven't learned anything in coronavirus, these weeks kind of just like zip by. I don't know about you guys. Um, and then before you know it, you know, you're in a good solid place and when or if something like this impacts you, you can take a deep breath. You can not freak out. You know that you've got a bit of a cushion to get you to the other side and everything is always okay. Um, I'm going to end with uh, something I learned today. I was listening to this Tim Ferriss podcast and he had this guy on who was really cool. I'm terrible with remembering all the names of all these people. So unless it's someone I really follow, I don't remember their name, but it was so good. And the guy said, the guy, I sound terrible. He's like a trained Buddhist monk. I'm calling him like a guy. This guest said something to the effect of every day, wake up and just say to yourself, all is well today. And that's all you need to know. I was talking to someone else. I had a spiritual reading several weeks ago before all this happened. Like, well, actually, I shouldn't say that right when all this was happening, like what I'll call D week. It was like the week I got my dog, the week everything kind of went down. I had a call with her and she was describing, she was actually describing something else in my life, but I loved the visual. She said, it's like you're Dorothy and you're looking at the yellow brick road. She goes, but you want to see the whole road paved ahead of you and going off into the distance. And she goes, I just need you to see a couple bricks and I need you to step on those bricks and then know that the next time you take a breath and look down, there will be two more bricks in front of you. And she's like, I need you to quit looking for the whole road and just look at two more bricks. And so right now, you guys, wherever you are, all is well today. I have a roof over my head and I have food and I have my health and I have friends and family that love me. And that gets me to today. And tomorrow, all will be well tomorrow. So that's everything. This was a longer sip of sunshine, um, but you know how much I just love and believe in the peace that comes with having a solid personal financial life. And um, this, everything I'm sharing with you is, everything that I wish someone had told me when I was younger, but also I did learn a lot of this when I was younger, but not because um, we had the kind of mediums we have today, but because I sought it out. I just happened to be curious about personal finances and I got a lot of books on them. Like I said, I mean, I can still see the covers of them in my head. It's crazy. David Bach, Smart Woman, Finish Rich, Susie Orman, Nine Steps to Financial Freedom, Jean Chatsky, um, and now today, Ramit Sethi. Um, what they're doing, I think, is so important. Money isn't about money. It's about peace of mind um, and freedom and options. So love you all, and uh, we are going to get to the other side of this. And on the other side of this is so much growth. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm planting seeds morning, noon, and night. And I am, I am excited to see 
what the other side of this looks like with all of us together with more intention, more awareness, more gratitude, more appreciation, um, and for everyone impacted by COVID-19, people who have lost loved ones, people who are sick with um, the virus themselves, I am just sending up a, a prayer for love and health and healing for all of you. Thanks for listening as always. You guys are the best. I will talk to you soon and have a great day. Bye.